Hello and welcome to New England Beer Reviews, episode 80, Multitude of Drops. I'm TJ Davis alongside my constant companion, Emily Schick. How the fuck are you today? Oh, we're not using Zencaster anymore, so I don't have like stupid nicknames for you. I need to like start thinking them up. I'm lazy. How are you, uh, M? <laughs> oh my God. Although when uh... you log in, it does give me a name, so you can. I don't know if it allows you to like change that but yeah <laughs> i mean maybe but like i don't know a in fairness i was really really lazy when i was coming up with them it was always like oh fuck i'm supposed to stupid name come on come on brain <laughs> and, and it would be like uh, like the laziest thing but yeah whatever. but you know you still did it we'd still have fun doing that if uh you know we weren't saying um, yay Zoom, fuck Zencaster these days. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by Zoom. When you they decided got us to... back. Well, when fucking Zencaster decided that, hey, our cheap option or forced monetization by pitching our product, and we already do because there's always at ACAST after I share the link. So, like, we are still advertising for them quietly, but... I'm well, not going to have A-Cast, you not Zencaster. Oh yeah. That's a cast, not Zencaster. But yeah, I'm not going to have you like force commercials or whatever the fuck you'd be trying to do with that. Cause fuck that. Yeah. And, and our four listeners would be very upset by that. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> well, we come up with our own damn commercials and we don't get paid for them. <laughs> oh boy. We sure don't. We sometimes get likes from breweries based on the beers that we drink. <laughs> Yay, fake That's it, about it. Points. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. All right. Hey, we are some indeterminate amount of time in because that is one of the things I don't like about Zoom is I can't see, you know, how long it's been running. But uh, yeah, let's let's crack into beer number one. Beer number one today comes to us from Foam Brewers out of somewhere in Vermont, Burlington, Burlington, Burlington Vermont. At 8.8%, we have a multitude of drops. Uh, their can gives me no actual information, so hopefully they're, uh, they're it's a um, untapped us. Well, I, you know, you know me. I want to know, like, hops. In three, two, one, crack. I believe they're untapped does. Cool. It smells good. Mm, it does smell good. Mm, you smell like the inside of my mama's purse. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, according to their untapped, uh, it's a dipper featuring the Bruce Experimental Blend from our friends at Freestyle Hops. Composed of early harvest Nelson Savon and early Matuka, late Pacifica, and mid-Pacific Jade, the Bruce imparts notes of gooseberry, lemon zest, and pineapple that complements the subtle, sweet, dank, and resinous finish. We find Multitude of Drops presents a variety of our favorite hop profiles without letting any single flavor dominate. All right, yeah. I mean, I'd agree with that. I think that, uh, well, it's not supposed to be like a New England, New England. I, I, I'm currently cat sitting, so I don't have access to my good glass. So Emily's the one pouring it out this time. Mm -hmm. 
uh New England, New England. It it is pretty New Englandy, New Englander. Okay. New England. I mean, it does just England. have like it. I guess it doesn't have much pine. It just has like more resinous. It's more resinous than a lot of other New Englands that I have. I guess. Yeah. Not in a bad way. I still enjoy it. It's a fucking tasty ass beer. But I'm not mm. terribly surprised given that it's foam. I mean, you say that, and yet foam has been somewhat hit or miss for me. Um, their IPAs are usually pretty solid. It's just like, I don't know, like their their sours are decent, but like I usually want more from them than I get. I can definitely see that. I mean, I am mostly familiar. Like, I'm sure I've had some of their sours and maybe even stouts, but I'm mostly familiar with their IPAs. Not even like IPAs. I think it's mostly like dippas that I'm that that I'm like aware of. Yeah, because pavement. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well. Mm. You guys have been here before. We're going to get into some beers that we drank. And then we'll get into pop culture stuff. We've, we've got some good stuff prepped, I think. So stick Woo! around until after the commercial break. <laughs> um, so a beer that we drank came to us from the Brer Barrel out of Berkeley, California. It was uh, Pop Tropica. Um, it's a golden sour aged in oak barrels with pineapple and key lime. I'm I thought trying it was to remember good. what the bottle is. Because wasn't this like a bottle bottle? No, this was on tap. This was on tap. Where the fuck did we have this on tap? Uh, The Keep in Lowell. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Mm -hmm. We went and saw our friend Jane DJ. We so did. If, if you see DJ Propagate, like, with number eight, that's Janer. Go check oh. her out. Say hi. Also, I, I guess I'm wrong. I think Pop Tropica was actually a, a bottle. Yeah, it was a bottle. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, my brain's good at remembering stuff. Um, well, I mean, we're talking about like the beginning of May at this point, so. Eh. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, Smallish. I want to say like 375. Oh, yeah. I'm fairly certain it was a small bottle. And it had beer in it. And it had beer in it. And it was good beer. It sure was. Um, I don't know. If I recall correctly, I don't think the key lime came across as well as the pineapple, which kind of knocked it down a little bit. But it was good. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, we both still gave it like a four point two five. But yeah, you're you're. I think you're right about that. Like the uh, key lime could have come across more. Hmm. And I think I know why I was confusing that with uh, it being untapped because at the keep we had one of the things we had on tap was a beer called Teak from Urban Artifact. It's a seven point two percent sour that used 800 pounds of pink guava 800 pounds of pineapple and 400 pounds of key lime and none of those flavors came across super well 
Like it wasn't bad. It was a decent sour. Like it was pleasant to drink, but I don't think any of those flavors came across really well. I mean, you sort of did. You still got like that hint of tropical fruit, but it wasn't yeah. like you couldn't really taste any of that fruit. It just tasted like tasted like disappointment given how much actual fruit you fucking threw in it <laughs> that's kind of what i'm saying is it's like it's like man that feels like a that, that's a, like it's such a waste of fruit if you can't like make the fruit come through more than oh that's vaguely tropical yeah like what why even bother come on man come on yeah come on <laughs> uh oh hey we're still at the keep we had on draft uh Hudson's own Medusa Brewing Company's Laser Kitten. I mean, uh, I'm fairly certain that we've had Laser Kitten before and probably just never checked it in. But I can't. I thought. I think we had. I know I'd had Laser Cat before. I don't know that I'd had Laser Kitten. Okay, maybe I'm wrong then. It's entirely plausible. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was a serviceable IPA. It's got Citra yeah. Mosaic and Galaxy like. They're solid. It's just, you know, as it says, laser cat's a gentler sibling, which yeah. doesn't make any sense because a kitten should be more ferocious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, okay. But it I get depends. that it, it's smaller, so that's why. It's smaller. Uh, it's it's definitely, I think, laser cat might even be a dipper, and that might be what that is, and this is a single. Um, yeah, I, I think but, you're right about that. But, like, while a kitten is more ferocious, they can cause less destruction simply because they are smaller and lighter. Trust mm. me, if an adult cat wants to fuck your shit up, they will fuck your shit up. Especially, <laughs> like, it's a good thing Wash is, like, this gentle giant because, oh boy. I feel like, I feel like he could take down a human if he really wanted to. Yeah, if he really wanted to, he probably could. Currently, he's just sitting, being a pile of floof. A lazy, lazy pile of floof. Oh. It's a very large pile of floof, though. Oh. Mm. Uh, the cat that I'm sitting for is currently curled up in the office chair. Oh. Yeah. No, she's been weird with me today. I don't know why. I mean... Maybe I'm an entirely different human who's been here for like over a day and it's like, why are you still here? Where are my other humans? Yeah, where are the humans I actually like? Yeah. Like, I, I tolerate you when dad's around. <laughs> Doesn't mean I want to spend two weeks with you. Well, that's what you get, honey. You're spending two weeks with me. <laughs> I tolerate you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure that, like, she's already been curled up with me a bunch. It's just, oh. she's, like, being a little standoffish today. And it's like, I, I don't get your deal, cat. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, cat's gonna cat. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, I went and saw a comedy show by a guy whose name I can't remember uh, at the Somerville Armory. It was my first time there. And while at the Somerville Armory, I got uh a beer from castle island called fiverr which i'm pretty sure i'd had before uh yeah, though i don't think that, i feel like i've had it before but i could be wrong i hadn't checked it in though um 
So this is a New England style IPA that features citrus, Simcoe, and El Dorado and is, yeah, 6.3% ABV. Uh, 5% of proceeds goes to help great causes in there in the community and beyond. Um, while I applaud you, Castle Island out of Norwood, Mass., for you know donating stuff um it would be nice if you made the beer better yeah i i really like your politics castle island but i'm always under impressed with your beer like always on un- under impressed with your beer i think the thing that stands out to me the most i don't even remember the name of it is they they do a sour ipa that was actually probably the best thing i've had from them because it it kind of um bypasses a lot of the like shortcomings of both their new england style ipas or just ipas in general and sours so like i can see that working they do a serviceable version of them combined but it's, in fact uh, i probably had that as well i just don't really remember it <laughs> uh good I, I think it stands out in my mind because it's the thing by castle island that impressed me the most that's not saying a lot sorry castle island we i really want to like you yeah Uh, i mean i don't actively avoid you but yeah but i'm not gonna seek you out better i'm gonna fucking have something better i mean you are like the little engine that could again i really like your politics i mean sort of like the provincetown brewing company that I went to last year and was like, I like your politics. Your beer is actually, no, it's not like them because their beer actively like kind of sucked, but you keep on trying and you keep on trying. And I like it. I respect it. Yeah. All right. So I figure let's try and do a couple of burn throughs because you've got a bunch of 450 North and I went to uh, Jack Sabby with my mom one day. So maybe we get through like those and then that's probably our beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, go, get through this section of 450 North. Yeah. Also, fuck you for drinking like a shit ton of 450 North without me. <laughs> Look, man, I got my first paycheck and was like, I can buy good beer again. Like, justifiably. <laughs> no, I, I, I respect it. I respect it. But still, like the the greedy bastard inside of me is like you motherfucker (laughs) hey man i can't fucking travel to you every time i have a good beer like yeah i know know. that's why i need to like get off my ass and and teleportation so i can just be there yeah exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) like that's the logical answer (laughs) all right uh so yeah, this is just going to be a bunch of 450 North that we're going through. All right, guys. Uh, first up, you had Slushy Double XL Puffman. It is conditioned on marshmallow, pineapple, orange, paya, and banana. Number one in our board monster Slushy Club series. Uh, this one kind of fucking ruled. Gave this one a four point five. I thought that everything came through well. Uh, the banana wasn't too overpowering. Nice. Kind of perfect. Nice. Uh, next up, we got Slushy Triple XL Nuclear Zilla, conditioned on triple vanilla cream, banana, mango, and passion fruit. This one, the banana came through way too much. The vanilla cream was uh just sort of like weird and 
uh, didn't really mesh well with everything else. Um, mango and passion fruit weren't as prominent as they could have been. Uh, probably um, getting overpowered by that banana, I'm guessing. Yeah, a little bit of a miss from 450 North. I mean, 3.75 isn't like not like horrible, but like no. Christ, man, like they like. I actually lowered their average rating on that one because yeah. like I felt that strongly about it. I mean, I'm guessing it's not like, you know, rum extract bad. But no, still, it's not like, rum like, extract having bad. Having had much better from them. Although honestly, I feel like the triple XLs tend to be the most hit or missy. Like some of them are really, really great and some of them just really, really are not. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's the nice way to put it. <laughs> All right, next up, you you had the Slushy XL Super Lemon Haze. Super Lemon Haze XL is conditioned on lemon and passion fruit, a 420 release exclusive. That one was uh, decent. Um, a little bit more, like, actually on the sour end of things, which is a bit okay. unusual. Um, and... I don't know. I mean, I, I liked it. It definitely wasn't my favorite, but like 4.25 isn't bad. Yeah, that's fucking nothing to scoff at. I mean, shit, man. But like, I wouldn't, I'm not that surprised. Like, it's lemon and passion fruit. Like, I would be more weirded out if that was too sweet. Like, if you weren't, yeah. if you wanted to make it that sweet, you call it like a lemonade instead of lemon. And you know? I, the le the lemon comes across in an odd way, which suggests to me that they're using uh lemon extract to supplement like lemon flavor, oh. which like, um, it depends on the quality of the lemon extract. I would guess that it was like okay, either that or it just sort of meshed weird. But eh, I don't know. I mean, again, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't, but it wasn't perfect. Yeah. All right, next up, we got Slushy XL Computer Karen. Um, this one is conditioned on raspberry, guava, mango, and grapefruit. I mean, it sounds like a good combination. It is a good combination. Again, um, not my favorite. Like the the I find it interesting that I don't like the citrus ones nearly as much as you would think I would. Hmm. Uh, especially given that grapefruit I like I generally love, especially like, you know. I don't know. Like I, I will but periodically buy myself fucking fresh squeezed grapefruit juice because that shit is bomb as hell. Like it just I don't know. It like it didn't it just didn't work as well for me as I wanted it to. That's too bad. But like four point two five, again, not bad, but yeah, like, you know, nothing like, to scoff at. Like based on those flavors, you could have easily given me a five and you didn't. All right, keeping on, keeping on. You had the slushy double XL guava glue. Uh, guava glue at double XL is conditioned on pink guava, double marshmallow, starfruit, and banana. Um, that one actually worked fairly well. Uh, despite the fact that I also gave it a four point two five. Um, again, not perfect, but like, I think that the guava came through really well. Um, I think some of the other stuff fell a little bit into the background, which hurt its score a little bit, but like overall quite pleasant. All right, cool. All right, next up, you had the slushy double XL sour sauce number seven. Uh, this one is conditioned on caracara, orange, grapefruit, passion fruit, lemon, apricot, and yuzu. 
I am surprised that you did not like this more. Although, given how you've been feeling about a lot of their citrus stuff, I'm also not surprised. Yeah, that's exactly the point. Is like it's it's like I it feels like a weird thing to say, but it's like sour in the wrong way. Like it's not like sour beer sour. It's like like a sweet beer with like a bunch of you know acidic stuff thrown into it sour if that makes sense Mm. so like this one again should have been fucking awesome i gave it a four that's not bad for most things but like that's not great for a 450 north so sort of like um like white birch how they use too much citric acid in their sours that just makes them really unpleasant uh no that's actually uh they Okay, white birch was better when they used in its lactic acid. Oh, okay. When they used it, like when used excessive lactic acid. Well, I remember when white birch used to be good. That was better. Yeah, that was trust me. That was better because it hid the syrupy shit. Mm. It hid the syrupiness of the syrupy shit. Now the now they made it less sour, and the syrupy shit tastes very syrupy, and it's bad. Do better, white birch. Yeah, do what do do better, White Birch. What are we paying you for? You don't pay me at all. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Do we want to keep on going with your list, or do we want to like go over to mine and well, knock let's out? See. Why don't we do the other, the last two from that day, and then stop. And one, the last one you've actually had as well. Yeah, so. the last one I've actually had as well and realized that we're fucking idiots about the label, but we'll get there when we get there. Uh, I burned through the, all the other ones. So all right, fine, you... I'll do it. <laughs> uh, uh, fine. Uh, well, uh, look, it, uh, uh, never mind. Anyway, um, so I had a beer called Cosmic Bandito 2.0. It is from... Both Tripping Animals Brewery out of Doral, Florida, and Great Notion Brewing out of Portland, Oregon. So uh, I love that their description has sours in all caps, uh, which just makes me think of yelling. Um, nebulas of Marionberry colliding bees? with asteroids of bees. asteroids of key limes and oranges dancing in zero gravity between galaxies of vanilla and marshmallows. Um, yeah, I thought this was pretty solid. Uh, gave this a 4.25. I mean, it's a 6%. Like, those flavors come through pretty well. Um, doesn't, not terribly surprising, given that Tripping Animals is involved. They're usually pretty fucking good at the whole sour thing. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm usually pretty impressed with the, anything from Tripping Animals that I have as well. Like, again, like, the only good thing coming out of Florida is beer these days. Mm-hmm. All right. Huh. W- what were you going to say? I was going to say, who's even better at Sours? Uh, Jay, Jay Wakefield? No. Uh, no, they're not. They're not better. Uh, they were. They were They were amazing. But, like, everybody uh, not has... Not anymore. Womp. They're okay. 
Um, I think they still do a pretty good job, but they haven't changed any of their techniques or uh, expanded. Oh, I, I just got what you meant. Like you, you were giving me like a lead in. Yeah, I was. It, it was given... a good lead in. It was a good lead in. I'm just an idiot. But hey, you know who's even better at sours? <laughs> Mortalis Brewing out of Avon, New York. The last horse finally crosses <laughs> the finish line. This one is from their Gemini series. It is Catalina Fruit Mixer. It was a reference that I knew immediately upon reading the title and feel like an idiot that I didn't realize that the label was also that because someone was like, oh, it kind of looks like Tim and Eric. And it's like, yeah, I guess it does, but it's not. Yeah, it's, it... it's John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. Yes. It's Step Brothers. <laughs> that, that's what Catalina Fruit Mixer is a reference to is the movie Step Brothers. Uh, but yes, it's a 7% smoothie style sour from, again, Mortalis. Uh, this one featured raspberry, peach, pineapple, plum, coconut, nuts, and chocolate. And honestly, I think that most of those flavors came through really well. I they think so, too. integrated really well with each other, but, like, you could still taste everything in it. And that mm-hmm. was really impressive. But again, it's a fucking Mortalis. I am not surprised. <laughs> yeah, I gave this one a 4.75. And like the only reason I didn't give it a five is because I've had be- I- I've actually had better things for Mortalis. And that's I'm not that is not a knock against this beer in any way. Like this beer is fucking amazing. Like I, I again, like because of the way that all the flavors mesh together, it makes me feel like I'm drinking like a super fancy gourmet grown-up version of a peanut butter and jelly. Like it's got like Mm -hmm. legit fruit, like, but of different varieties. It's got nuts. It's got chocolate. It's got coconut to like enhance all the flavors. Like if you handed me a fucking sandwich that tasted like that, I would be like, I'm a come here all the time. Hell yeah. I would eat that shit. But no, I really do enjoy how like the nuttiness comes through in it as well. Like, yeah, it tastes I, like I, a twenty dollar P and PB and J, and it it tastes like that it it's worth that twenty bucks. Uh, like I've ranted about that fucking peanut butter stout or whatever from the place in New Hampshire that mm-hmm. I always forget the name of, like so many times in the show. But like, I love peanut butter, <laughs> peanut butteriness. Me too. I love I love nuts. There we yeah. go. I said yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this this beer was fantastic. I'm not sure what could have pushed it to a five, but like it was still fantastic. It, it's like a it's like a four point eight three. Yeah. Like I don't know. I mean, again, I try not to give like eight hundred million things a five. Like. Yeah, 4.75 is usually as far as I go unless it's like holy shit this is absolute perfection I want to like like okay I this is a really weird way to put it but like if a beer is so fucking good that I would be like if I filled a bathtub with this and like drank myself to death well also just like getting to luxuriate in like the smell and everything like I would die happy. Like this beer didn't quite get to that level. 
like it i i i don't i don't want to i i wouldn't be happy dying in a bathtub of this like haterade close, well haterade close. back in no. the day uh, haterade back before you knew that there were better ways to do sours yeah again it's i i hate to say this about haterade but like it's in it because it's not a knock against the beer it's just that like it's it's a i guess it's more let, let's think of it as like a credit to the brewing industry that like we have moved beyond that being like fucking amazing like there has been shit that has surpassed it oh most definitely many times over yeah but haterade is old as shit so that like yeah <laughs> like that that like it was it was that great it's just not anymore and like yeah. i mean i still wouldn't be opposed to like dying in a pool full of haterade i would i mm. really would i don't think it would be worth well i also it. feel like i could swim more easily in haterade but i guess that's not really the point so give me like your your thickest like 450 north and i'll just like <laughs> sonic the hedgehog in it <laughs> i can't remember i mean what like uh i mean increased viscosity in a smoothie style would potentially come along with like increase a slightly in slight increase in salinity oh i'm thinking of it as like quicksand oh i mean it's a bathtub man how fucking deep do you expect that shit to get oh, that's why i said a pool Oh, okay. I was going to say, because, like, you could drown in a pool. You're not drowning in a bathtub. You're drinking yourself to death while luxuriating in it in a bathtub. Yeah, but my problem is, uh, like, everything about the idea of it. I I respect the idea of the idea of it. Well, that's why but then you when you start thinking about like first. the logistics, duh. Like I don't care if I just showered. I don't want my fucking nuts touching my beverage. <laughs> How how bad are you at cleaning your nuts, man? I'm not bad at cleaning my nuts, but still, like there is there is a mental separation that it's like, no, I would rather not have my nuts in my beverage. Oh, please, because like the 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 dirt from your nuts or the oils or whatever from your nuts is really going to diffuse that far to get to wherever the fuck you're drinking from with probably presumably a really long straw. Do, like do you doubt that I could you... like do you do you doubt that I could could not drink an entire bathtub full of beer? <sighs> All right, folks. Hey, well, you you heard the challenge laid down. Just support our Patreon, and we'll do it as a stunt one day. Oh, for fuck's sake! I mean, you, you, first off, I I think that I think okay. Let's get a little scientific here before we go on our commercial break. Here's a com here's a commercial. It's for fucking science. Science rules and listen right now as we talk to you about science stuff that relates to weird shit that we brought up because my brain is warped and I don't know, science. Anyway, um, I think it's possible that if given, okay, given an average bathtub and the amount of yeah, I don't know what the how many gallons an average bathtub is. Nor do I, but like I but would, like it would take me it would take me a lot of time to drink through an entire bathtub. It would, but the thing is, is you're not doing you're not drinking through an entire bathtub. Well, first off, you have the fact that you have a uh, the usually you have the thing 
makes it so that you can't like overtop the tub so it starts draining into the drain mm-hmm. and once it gets to a certain level but second we're talking about you actually sitting in said bathtub at the same time so well, well, that that's why like if we were you're displacing do, if, a significant amount of liquid that's why like, i'm saying if we were to do if we were to do this practically i'm not saying that i will actually drink a bathtub full of beer we would have to factor factor in how much water displacement i would have and then add in the amount of beer that is there so that it doesn't overflow into the catch-all. Yeah, exactly. So like, I would, I'm not going to, I'm not going to actually like, Hey, if we get like a hundred people to sign up for our Patreon for like five bucks a month, then um, yes, I will. I will drink how much beer would be in a, human full of beer i mean i wouldn't even do it out of the actual bathtub i would just like drink that much beer and be like right. this is as much beer as it would be because i don't want to actually drink out of a bathtub because like just the idea grosses me out <laughs> i feel like you would end up with like a log or two and that's about it like it's like it's it's not as much volume as you would think just oh, because I mean, I mean, you would no. displace a, a significant amount of volume. Yeah, I'm a large person. And bathtubs <laughs> are generally quite small. Yeah, <laughs> I it would probably be like a 30 rack or two in one sitting. Yeah. But like <laughs> ABV matters here too. Oh, yeah, no, that's why if I did this, it would be like, uh, you know, Bud Light. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or like just switched up we'll, we'll get like, some Bud Light. we'll get some natter no not natter days <laughs> yes oh. natter days oh. uh, yes yes oh. do your penance peasant <laughs> don't i already hate myself enough no croat um, tj He's cool, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't cackle louder than that because my partner's sleeping in the in the bedroom and I yeah. might and my natural reaction would be way too loud. Yeah. Um even though we already gave a pro ad for a certain company, I'm not going to mention them here, but I am going to do an anti ad. Fuck you, Zencaster. Yeah, fuck you, Zencaster. Fuck you. <laughs> like again, we liked your service. It worked well for us. If you'd asked us to pay a reasonable amount, sure. Was what you charged a reasonable amount? Fuck no. It's yeah. so unreasonable that we decided it would be better to pay for Zoom, which yeah. we spent a long time doing anti-ads for. <laughs> yeah. So this is still not yeah. a pro ad for Zoom. <laughs> but seriously, like but, wow, Zencaster, you fucked up bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there are plenty of other people out there who are willing to, but like we on this show do not have spines of cello <laughs> uh it's more that we can't afford to pay for that because that like this 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 is a podcast that not only doesn't make us money it costs me money yeah so eat shit zencaster yeah you, you technically lost two customers zencaster mm-hmm. us and us speaking of us check out our other podcast see it or screw it Find it wherever you found this podcast. If you like it better, give that one money. I don't care. Just yeah. give us money somehow. <laughs> give us that money That one we have to somehow. share, but whatever. 
We do more work than Dan. It's fine. Yeah, no, that's why I'd be like, you know, 40, 40, 15, 5. Yeah, who gets the 5? Liam. <laughs> uh, Liam gets the 5 when he comes back on. Hey, Liam, I know you're not <laughs> listening to this, but like, fucking respond to us, bro. Well, I mean, he he was he was away when I texted him, and I haven't texted him again. But oh, yeah, I've already I mean... figured out I've already figured out what next month is. Well, actually, I haven't. I'm not sure what our first one is. I think it's I think it should be a uh, <clears throat> who the fuck was this made for? And then we'll do age like Malk at the end of the month. Yeah, sure, kid. Whatever. Yeah, sure, kid. Whatever. Because it's gonna be. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Here's what our schedule is going to be for the month of May. Uh, it's gonna be Joe's apartment for the first Friday. It's gonna be Psycho for the second Friday. <laughs> it's gonna be Carrie for the third, and then Revenge of the Nerds for the fourth. So tell your friends, check it out. It's cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um. I don't know. Can I pause this? Oh, Brad, I can pause this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if anyone at Zoom is listening, give me a fucking timestamp or some way to activate a timestamp, or maybe there is one and I just don't know it. Yeah, I would guess it probably is, and you just don't know it. Yeah, that's probably it. Mm. All right. Um, we'll be back with beer number two. Boy, that was a great cigarette break. Ah, oh, man. I always love a nice, refreshing smoke after a beer. I don't know about you folks. I do not advocate for smoking. Although, if the tobacco industry would want to pay me, yeah, I'll continue to tell people they shouldn't start smoking if they don't smoke because it's terrible. Yeah. Boy, do I love smoking. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey. Let's get into beer number two before we get into our pop culture bullshit section. I feel like oh, we've got lady. some decent. I feel like we've got some decent pop culture bullshit this week. Um. All right. This one does tell me something about it. Uh, this is awfully deep from Modest Man Brewing out of Keene, New Hampshire. It has Idaho 7 and Citra hops. Ooh, nice. Ringing in at 8.4%. Uh, in it's three. A dipper. And it's Dipper. Two, one, crack. And I think this one is like legit New England. Yeah, smells like it. Definitely smells like it. Fucking tastes like it too. God damn. Yeah. Modest man, keep doing what you're doing. Like no notes. Yeah, just fucking look at that. Look at that. That is a uh, New England. It looks like orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's usually a good sign of a New England for me. <laughs> Kind of tastes like it too. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I don't know what I'd want to call this corner. Uh, you know, movies people sleep on, not not sleep to. You know, like Matrix Reloaded. That's a movie to sleep to. Uh, 
Yes. But there's a movie came out in 2009. I guess technically you'd call it a zombie movie, but it's not really a zombie movie. If I tell you what it's actually about, you're going to be like, that sounds kind of lame. Am I? Probably. I mean, it's similar to like me describing House of Leaves, where it's, you know, a a book about a manuscript, about a documentary, about a house that is bigger, about a documentary that doesn't exist, about a house where the dimensions on the inside are greater than the dimensions on the outside, and the terror that ensues. The, The description of Pontypool is... There's a linguistic virus. Oh. Yeah, it's it's about a virus that travels through speech. That sounds pretty lame, right? <laughs> yes. It's not. It is it is absolutely movie fucking worth watching. It's just like never on anything, but uh it's on AMC Plus apparently. So watch it there. Woo. But super solid flick. Highly recommend it. it. It's such a neat concept and executed so well. It's pretty much like a one location film. And I love it. Yeah, that does sound pretty sweet. Oh, and it's like nice and tense. And like most of its R rating is for language, not violence. Oh. I mean, there's, like, a little bit of violence in there, but, like, it's not the strength of the movie. Like, the strength of the movie is the words and performance. I mean, that's probably better. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, their their effects budget was kind of light, I'm guessing. (laughs) But... (laughs) It's still a movie worth watching. Uh, and be sure to stay tuned after the credits because there's a bonus scene. <laughs> but yeah, folks, stop sleeping on this movie. Check it out. If you if you want like an interesting horror movie. Neat. Yes, you you're so here. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted by somebody scrolling through uh a game called Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Oh, cool. Is it, it like a uh, is it more like RPG? It looks more RPG. Yeah. Cool. That that sounds way more rad than just like a fucking another beat 'em up. Like, I would hope that it still has a beat-up-up aspect, but... Uh... I'm sure. Oh, hey, speaking of games, I'm I'm currently cat-sitting for a buddy, and he's got a PlayStation 5, and one of the games he has is a game called Inscription. It's like, uh, I don't know, parts of it are sort of low-res, but it's essentially like a deck-building, puzzle-solving horror game. Oh. And... It's pretty fucking good. It sounds pretty fucking good. Like it's it's definitely uh told in three acts and 
<laughs> I guess that's sort of a spoiler for it, but uh, yeah, you, you start off somewhere and you do not end where you start off, and it's pretty awesome how you get there. Nice. So, yeah, I think it's on, like, PC and, uh, and Xbox, PlayStation 5. If it sounds interesting to you, check it out, because it's pretty damn good. <laughs> you know what else you should check out? We went and saw a movie. Yes, we went and saw a movie. Although we can't, uh, although I can't sing the uh, our, our usual theme, because I doubt this is going to be super short and also spoiler free. But it will be a newish movie review. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like avoid. Okay, we're, we're oh gonna, come we're... on! There's stuff in this that I would want to like. Ah, uh, nah. I guess we'll try and be nice and not spoil well, some okay. things. Because well, like, well, there is shit that things. I would like to talk about. Because like I thought it was rad. <laughs> it, it it was, but like I would say that there's a lot of stuff you can talk about that like even though technically could be considered spoilers, like if you're at all familiar with the universe, probably won't be that spoilery. No, uh, there is one big thing that I would want to talk oh, about sure. that would be like a huge spoiler because it's better to experience it when it happens. But yes, if you're at all interested in this movie, then my super short spoiler free newish movie review of it is see it <laughs> like like just straight up fucking see it. Were you a fan of the 2013 uh, reimagining? Were you a fan of the original trilogy? Were you a fan of just the show for some reason? That'd be weird, but I respect it. Then see it. Like, Are you are, going are to you... tell people what the name of it is? Oh, Evil Dead Rise. I figured it was super obvious what I was talking about already. <laughs> I mean, see it is Evil Dead me, Rise. <laughs> but, you know, the, do, the audience... Do you enjoy, like, over-the-top fucking whiz bang great horror that still has a bit of comedy floating underneath it see it <laughs> yeah like not as comedic as other parts of the uh universe universe but like i mean i guess i i so i never saw the the first one in this current series i never saw the Remake it's not or whatever. really the first one in this current series. It's like um, Lee Cronin is more just treating it as if like all of these stories are existing within the same universe. And I sort of like going including into it with Ash that. versus the Evil Dead. No, that's the only thing that disappoints me. He's only treating his movie exists within the universe of the movies. Oh, lame. Because yeah. Uh... I mean, come on, Ash versus Evil Dead is like, I, you know, I, I like. It, I love it, I, but I don't know how to recommend it to anybody who's not already a fan of Evil Dead too. That's a that's a fair point, but at the same time, like I, I don't know. I would say, you know, it, is the Evil Dead franchise something that like appeals to you in general but like you know you're more of like a tv series kind of person because you really like getting a little deeper with characters and stuff like it's worth it like it it has the same I mean, again, kind I would of say like watch evil dead 2 and then take it from there 
Cause yeah, but still, like, I mean, it watching has watching Army of Darkness is worth it, but like it's not really in the horror universe. But if you like, you know, everything about fucking Evil Dead 2, then you would like Ash versus Evil Dead. And it would be and, easy to pick up like anything you're missing. Yeah, because like it's it it like again, I feel like it 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 go it goes much deeper with the with the even the character of Ash than the movies do. And I actually really appreciate that about it. Like he he kind of grows. I just rewatched kind all of. of it. I just rewatched all of it because it's coming off of, uh, well, from when this airs, it's coming off of Netflix tomorrow. <laughs> like it's off of Netflix this Friday. Yeah, it's probably going to still be on Stars if you. If oh, you I'm got sure that, it's still going to so. be on Stars. Yeah, I don't see why it would go off of Stars. Uh, but yeah, no, he he, he kind of grows. But they also make a point of it being like, oh, no, there are other ways that he doesn't. But, you know, he doesn't end up where he starts. Yeah. And he definitely doesn't end end up where he starts. I still I hate that we didn't get like a fourth season, but I love how that series ends. Same. I mean, I actually and like the other characters in the show are fucking awesome and very worth being there for as well. Oh yeah, no, I Kelly and Pablo make the show. I mean shit, Lee Majors is his father. Awesome. Fucking Ted Raimi Ruby, as dude. his like, oh man, Lucy Lawless. <laughs> Wait a second, Xena can't fly. I've told you already. I'm Lucy Lawless. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, Simpsons. <laughs> it's the same one that has the uh Stan Lee line. Homer's not the incredible Hulk. I am. Lucy Lawless fucking rules though seriously like she's so goddamn good in that like it's like oh man like like I love to hate you and then I just love to love you oh that's that's probably my biggest disappointment about the show though is like every season we're essentially dealing with a different Ruby uh yeah, but don't Spoilers. we kind of, I was going to say, don't we get like the, I, I can't, I, I only watched through it once and it was a while ago. So like, don't we get the same Ruby and a different Ruby? Yes. We get original Ruby and, and, and like, and, and, and like classic recipe. Um, dude, it's not like you're missing anything then. Like you still get like, so you get the best of both worlds. You get like the Ruby you've learned to love and then the Ruby you still hate. And she's awesome in both. So what's the problem? Double the Lucy Lawless, double the fun, dude. Because like as soon as we realize there's more than one Ruby, that other Ruby kills our Ruby. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know. But whatever. Double the, double and then, the like, Lucy Lawless, and double the, the of, fun. By the end of season two, like the universe is reset and we just have a new Ruby. New old Ruby, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like, uh, <laughs> new classic. <laughs> eh, whatever. Always Coca-Cola. I'm still here for her. I'm Oh, no, her. I, I, I still am always here for her. Like, fuck, man. I, I haven't really noticed her in anything in the last few years. But, like, 
at this point in her life, like she doesn't have to work if she doesn't want to. But she rules and she's good. Yeah. Put her in more stuff. Put her in more stuff, Hollywood. Women over 50 can still fucking act. And be like awesome. (laughs) And like fucking hot as shit and killing it. Yeah. I'm allowed to say that I am a straight woman. I I wasn't gonna bring looks into it, but yeah, dude, she's like, like it's one of those things. Like, well, her how, being like, awesome I, I get, is like really... I sort of I sort of get like John Stamos pulling, um, pulling Rebecca Bromay, like at at a certain moment in time, like like paths crossed, and like I can sort of get that one. Well, that's the thing though, Rob is, Tappert. Like... Rob Tappert's got to be like holding hog. Or maybe he's just an awesome person somehow. Or or, or that. Like that that'd be cool too. <laughs> like I, I I just sort of assume that like Lucy Lawless is also awesome and that's why she yeah. exudes that like incredible energy. <laughs> but yeah, uh movie yeah, doesn't Evil have Dead Rise. any of these people <laughs> or is not and is not connected to this, but like uh we're not allowed to say a whole lot about that because that's pretty fucking new. But um, you know, I, we can say stuff about it. It's just like a lot of the stuff that I would really want to talk about. We've probably already talked about, and it's like for you, dear listener. Haha, been a while since I pulled that one out. Haha. Uh, you know, it's not fair to you if you want to see it and you haven't and you didn't go like opening weekend. For you to hear us right. like spoil elements of the movie for you it's got a lot of like great little nods if you're like a fan of the you know the universe overall it's got a lot of like great little nods in there like yeah. uh the one super early that made me chuckle henrietta's pizza was like oh that's fucking great that's hilarious but like it's more horror than comedy uh, it's definitely so, more horror than comedy and i'm here for it though yeah so am i like it it but like it still uses horror in uh familiar ways if you're a fan of the universe yeah um <laughs> like if nothing else like like comically large volumes of blood like i don't feel like that's that big of a spoiler like comically large volumes of blood oh i mean nor should you be surprised by that going into like especially after the freddy alvarez disappointed if it didn't fetty alvarez yeah but like the fetty alvarez the evil dead reimagining i don't know i i don't know what to call that one because is it is it more of like a like a like kind of a sequel where like kind of history is repeating itself because nobody remembers it or nobody's yeah yeah it's it's not trying to tell the same story at the same time it's trying to tell its own story in a similar setting now well 2013 with connections yeah with like i i i assume the necronomicon is in that oh but it's a different design necronomicon I know, which is actually wicked cool because uh, we learned some stuff about why that might be in this one, and I'm not going to spoil that for you, but, like... No, uh, there's some neat information, and, like, honestly, given that I think that the report for opening weekend worldwide was, like, 
43 million, 40.3 million, something around there. It, it pulled domestic like um, 23.4 on an estimated 19 million budget. Hell yeah. Like the, the film was 12 mil and then they probably threw like another 7 million into like advertising and all that shit. Because advertising is fucking expensive when you want to like try and actually get shit out there. Yeah, advertising is really expensive. But like it, it turned a profit opening weekend. So hopefully that opens up the doors for like Which is a lot more than a lot a of things. More can say evil now. dead universe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, man, like thing things like turning a profit is not wildly common anymore unless like you're fucking Marvel. And even I mean, Marvel's starting to question it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it, that's mostly because Marvel dumps an absolute metric fuck ton of money into their movies, which, like, again, as a fan, I appreciate. But, well, yeah, yeah, as a fan, I'm also like seeing more of the cracks. Well, I like, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to talk like you know, oh, Captain Marvel. No, it's I like, no, I'm super stoked for that movie. <laughs> I'm I'm more just saying like their their treatment of their visual effects houses is starting to get to me more and more. Yeah, and, and... it's starting to like show in the work as well, where you're we're getting like some sloppier effects. I mean, yeah, you didn't see Quantum Mania, but oh man, um, not even gonna say it. Because if you don't yeah. know it, I'm not gonna say it until you see it, and you're gonna see it, and you're gonna be like, "Oh man!" I am. I'm, I'm I gonna be grateful that I'm watching it on my TV instead, because it's probably gonna look less bad. Whatever it is, <laughs> maybe. I hope. Maybe it'll look oh. less bad. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like every, everyone's shitting on it. It's like cool thing to do, but you know, it, it's not even just that. Like there are moments in like Shang Chi that it's like, oh this is like some sloppy visual effects work. There are moments in like fucking um, <laughs> like Black Widow uh, yeah. Multiverse of Madness. Like, yeah. I mean, like the TV I... stuff I guess looks better because they're trying to keep that like smaller scale, but even at times like that there are many scenes in like fucking She-Hulk that it's like ooh, ooh, this is rough. See, that's the thing is I don't pick up on this stuff so much in the Marvel universe. I pick up on it more in things like Michael Bay movies where like it's actually kind of overdone more than underdone. Like underdone can be really noticeable, but like if you're not uh, a huge fucking nerd like this douche, like you might not notice right like. Wait, that by this much? douche, do you mean me you. or Michael Bay? I mean you. <laughs> no, Michael Bay is like, oh, like you have nothing on douche. how douchey Michael Bay is. Yeah. Like, you you yeah. are a perfect angel compared to Michael Bay. Anyway, yeah, no, Michael Bay, like, it, his shit is so overdone sometimes that it's like, it, it's just like, it's visual diarrhea. Like, it's awful. It's so... Well, that's Bad. like, so in my opinion, that's one of the good things about advancements in 3D cinema is Michael Bay wanted to go for that. And it 
forced him to slow things down because i think about like the first and second transformers movies especially i'm that thinking it's just about like the first teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah reboot. that one too but it's just like you know visual noise yeah it's like your brain your brain can't you, process what exactly you literally cannot focus on it whereas uh, evil dead rise is largely practical except for a few scenes where it would be uh i was gonna say impossible but technically possible just uh yes do it practically <laughs> so, someone is visually showing me at the moment that michael bay isn't the one who directed that movie I don't fucking care. It was still done under his gut, like under like his uh, yeah, mentorship. It, it, let's it's say. like a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. Even if he's not directing it, it still has his flair. Yeah, like he is. He is the evil overlord who is served by his minions. Uh, George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, George Lucas is another example of that kind of guy. Uh. Yeah, because George Lucas does better when he's his hands are further away from it. Yes. I'd say kind of the same with Bay in a lot of ways, actually, especially in his later fuck you. Seriously. Like his er like his early stuff is better, but like Oh, I, like one of these days a Cedar Screwed episode will most definitely be The Rock. I'm fairly certain that was Believe it or not, I've never seen that Michael movie. Bay. Maybe maybe that's not like Bay. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Who directed The Rock? Michael Bay. And is Michael Bay. Okay. Said the Peanut Gallery. All right, cool. Thanks, Peanut Gallery. Yeah, thanks, Peanut Gallery. Ambulance rules. Ambulance yes. rules? Really? Did you just say that out loud? Yeah. It's one of my favorite well, um, I, I did watch Ambulance, ambulance and it, I wouldn't say it rules. It's got way too many drone shots. Just like drones, like flying down the side of a building and ramping around, like it, it's sort of annoying in that. But it is a well directed and honestly probably more so well acted movie. Well, if the acting contributes significantly to the quality of it, then like I don't really know that you can always credit the director because what because some actors it's can like work Jake around hall and i can't remember the other guy's name but like jillian hall feels do. like the kind of guy who can who can work his way around kind of a bad director like some <laughs> he, actors he has before yeah <laughs> he's, all, he's also learned lessons from before because as much as like i still sort of love donnie darko like he is very much a novice actor working for a novice director why don't you go suck a fuck tj <laughs> suck a for fuck. more you, on donnie darko li <laughs> <laughs> listen to our donnie darko episode on see it or screw it that is our other podcast yeah like uh, that, that one has early one it was it was early enough well it wasn't super super early i mean it was early enough that we had uh liam and not dan that but makes me we've think had it was a, like a fairly early one. I mean, they live wasn't that early, and that was the same setup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back when Liam was more willing to hang out with us. Liam, we miss you, back. Liam. We miss you. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna need to like text him and be all like sad and cute 
or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be careful with that. Not in like a no, in like oh. a friend way, asswipe. Jesus. Ew, hey, God, buddy. What, well, what no, kind of... I'm more likely the one to be like, hey, buddy, we've been missing you. I'll give you a handy next time I see you. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't threaten to cut my hamstrings. So, yeah, that seems yeah. More, uh, like I think uh. that would fly way better with you. Uh, we got a relationship. <laughs> uh, yeah, fun times. So, um, which movie did he threaten? He's oh, Grandma's Boy. Yes, he refused to be a part of Grandma's Boy. His exact quote was, "I will cut your hamstrings if you make me watch Grandma's Boy again." Which honestly, I I, I can't fault him for. No, nope. without without giving spoilers here, like I was, I was astonished by what the end of it was. So was I. I mean, actually, like, honestly, there are so many times that I've been astonished by her ending. Like, I was astonished by the ending of the one that's coming out from your perspective, folks, tomorrow. Like, it's an ending that we've never had before. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah, it was an ending we've never had before. And it'll probably be a long time before we have one of those again. Yeah, it was a weird one. Definitely. <laughs> Super surprised. Check it out. <laughs> it's like, do you want to hear a guy who hates everything defend a thing? Uh, too many spoilers, Em. Now we can't tell him what the movie is. You'll just have to listen and find out. <laughs> yeah. And also, these people probably don't even listen enough to know who the fuck we're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. In terms of anybody who's not literally on this right now. I don't know about you, man. I don't know what time we're at, but I'm feeling like this might be a good time. My yeah. beer's almost empty. Yeah, my beer's cl- close to empty, so I think that's uh, I think that, that was also a uh, you know good lead-in for you to uh, pitch our other thing. Oh, yeah. You want me to pitch another thing? We have this other podcast. It's called See It or Screw It. We talk about movies and shit. You know, got to get Mackie Mac and, you know, got to get more movies with Mackie Mac on there, though. You know, got to got to represent the hometown crew, you know? Oh, my God. We we cannot have Marky Mark no, be, like, our no. most viewed actor. I, like, no. I, I'm going to have to, like, throw a spreadsheet together one of these days and figure out, like, who no. is the actor who has appeared the most in movies that we've watched? Let's put it this way. I know it's not Marky Mark because I don't think we've seen anything with him in it yet. Have we? Uh, I think we have like a five or six way tie and Marky Mark is not one of those. Good. But it is like, you know, Liv Tyler and um, Lance Reddick. Um, well, we may maybe have Gerard to make... Butler. Really? No, there's no fucking way. Oh, no, because we haven't done Gamer yet, so... No. no. <laughs> Gerard Butler's been in, what, one that yeah. we've watched? Come on. Well, um, that's the thing. I'm, I'm saying there's, like, a six-way tie between people who've been in two. Oh, Rory Cochran. <laughs> oh, yeah, Rory Cochran's been in two. <laughs> I mean, Rory Cochran so and Liv much Tyler fun were the same to two. To. Yeah, whatever. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, uh, Liv Tyler was not... not the same two. Oh, well, any. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh... Don't want to close my eyes. 
don't want to fall asleep. Because I uh, miss you, David. Yeah. I don't want to miss a thing. Anyway. See it or screw it. Check it out. <laughs> uh, and then we've been New England Beer Reviews. I've been TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. As long as that still exists, it's going downhill fast, guys. Um, uh, fucking, you can find each of us individually on untapped and see what we're drinking i am terrible about checking things in i am not terrible we're using my untapped in case you want to like actually check out like all the other crap i believe yeah, but that's not even... neighbor that is empress e yes uh and i'm horfreck <laughs> <laughs> not, not not like like you know english whore but you know scandinavian h-o-r-r that's scandinavian right <laughs> yeah sure kid whatever <laughs> yeah sure kid whatever um final word my dragon balls ah my dragon balls <laughs> uh that's, that's a good final word man Alrighty. thanks bye